Welcome to Dash Talk, a podcast by Relation, where we explore new ways to simplify healthcare access. We examine new and emerging trends in healthcare to help address challenges with the patient experience and identify new strategies and solutions to drive better access to care. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Dash Talk brought to you by Relation. I'm your host, Gabrielle, and today I'm so excited to be joined by Andrew Wade, who is the CEO of OrthoSC. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about how OrthoSC uses technology to drive efficiency and improve the patient experience. So excited to get into the conversation today. So, Andrew, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Absolutely. So to start off, could you please just tell us a little bit about your organization? Uh, how about the location, uh, the number of providers you have, schedulers, patient access staff, and all that fun stuff? Yeah. So we are we're Ortho SC. Uh, we're about four years old. We serve the northeastern counties of South Carolina, uh, about 34 physicians, a little over 80, I think maybe 88 or 89 total folks providing care across the company six locations today that we're taking care of across our community. Um, really rapidly growing community, lots of folks moving to the area, um, good and bad, lots of folks that need orthopedic services here in the community. And so we're super fortunate to be able to hear, to be here with folks uh, when, when they need care. Fantastic. And what's your role within the organization? So I'm the CEO for the practice. Um, you know, my role is primarily working with our physicians, with our staff teams, and just trying to keep a handle on what the market needs in terms of how that we provide care and how that we are, how that we are there and available when people need us. Fantastic. Well, you know, you're going to have a lot of uh, knowledge or insight into this. Being the CEO, you see a lot of probably a, a lot of challenges that maybe you and the staff have been experiencing. Could you speak a little bit to those and what made you ultimately look to technology as a solution to solve these challenges? So globally speaking, I really think one of the things that that's most difficult for all of us and, and not just us in the orthopedic world, but all of us in the medical space um, is that we are we're so behind in terms of the use of technology and the use of the really incredible tools that all the great developers and app and so software and hardware platforms have been able to give us today. Um, you know, I make the joke all the time whenever I'm with my peers and out in the community that, you know, I, I really want to see healthcare be delivered in, in a way that is that is more closely aligned to the way that Amazon delivers boxes to my front porch, to, what, to where the Apple delivers data and messaging and information to my handheld device, um, you know, we're, we're sort of back, if you will, in the paper and the pencils and the clicks and, um, you know, just we really just don't do an incredible job of making use of the tools that are out there. And so one of the things that I've spent a lot of my career thus far trying to help do is design systems in such a way that make it easy for people to get the care that they need. You know, that make it easy for people to access the knowledge that our physicians and mid-level team and our therapy team and all the different folks that are that are here together at OrthoSC to be able to take care of whatever that patient's need is in a way that doesn't have unnecessary hurdles and burdens and processes and steps and requirements that are just dumb <laughs> that stand in the way of those folks getting that care that they need. And that, that's important to us because we know that you know, nobody wakes up in the morning wanting to see us. I mean, you know, we're really nice people, uh, but nobody wakes up excited because they've fallen or something sprained or twisted or hurting. Uh, sometimes it's their family member, their kid, their aging parent. You know, they, people come to us for all kinds of reasons. And 
the last thing that somebody wants when they're in that situation where they need us is to have some really archaic stack of paper or just goofy, unnecessary red tape in between them and the care that they need. And so it's been huge to us to be able to leverage technology in every way possible to be more like Apple, more like Amazon, um, easy to use, available at people's fingertips, open access to be able to get appointments scheduled when you need them, not when they're available, (laughs) Um, knowing that people have really busy lives and, you know, they're they're trying to take care of families and jobs and civic en- engagements and things that they're doing out in their life. And so that's been a big thing for us and our success thus far is just trying to figure out how do we serve patients well and give them the tools to access that care. Well, as we begin to start talking about patient needs, you know, with regards to consumer experience, what do you see as maybe the key gaps uh, between what provider groups think consumers want versus what consumers actually want? And how is your organization taking more of a consumer-focused mindset? I think one of the biggest things that we, we think about and one of the things that we talk about a lot in the practice is quality of care, of course. You know, it's, it's of hyper-focus to us that we provide the best care that can be found anywhere. You know, and that's a big thing for our physicians. It's a, you know, it's a big thing from from the medical community as a whole. Um, you know, but I think I think the I think most of the patients in our community they think about that as permission to play. You know, they don't they're really not looking uh, one because I don't think really incredible standards actually exist yet that are accessible to most of us in, in the patient side of the world to be able to measure. You know, what's a a good hip replacement or a good knee replacement or a good steroid injection or whatever it is, you know, I think the thing that patients can actually measure is how did we treat them? How easy was it to work with us? How clear did we make it as to, you know, what should you expect? What are you walking into? What are your obligations going to look like? What's this potentially going to cost? You know, what kind of, what kind of long-term relationship is this going to create? Is it going to be a lot of encounters? Is it going to be a simple in and out? You know, I think that I think that in the long term, we all want to see that triple or quadruple aim. You know, we want to get quality, access, cost, all these moving pieces into a you know, into a format and a package. It's easy for people to understand. But I think in today's world, most people are still just looking for can you get me taken care of so that I can get back to my busy life? <laughs> and, you know, for us, that, that means I don't want to sit on, sit on the phone and wait. I don't want to submit a really archaic web form and kind of hope that it got somewhere, but never really know. Um, you know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to have to walk into your building. I don't want to have, you know, I want to be able to find you online. I want to be able to talk with you via text. I want to be able to talk with you via chat want to be able to book an appointment with your practice the same way that I'd book a flight, the same way that I'd book a hotel room, the same way that I buy my groceries now. <laughs> you know, I mean, the, all these tools and these technologies, they're here and they're available and they're actively being used by all of these other industries that are out there. I think medicine should be the exact same. I think oh, the more, absolutely. you know, the, the better a job we do to making ourselves accessible, the better we're all going to be. And, you know, implementing this new technology and these processes that we're kind of talking about can be difficult, right? Sometimes it can be difficult to implement these. So especially when current processes are changed. So have you experienced any pushback from providers and staff? And, you know, how did you overcome these? Are your providers seeing the benefits now? 
1,000% yes. <laughs> um, I think if, if we do anything uh, well in the medical world, it's struggle with change, right? Um, you know, and I think, I think all of us assume that, you know, change is, change is going to be a part of every facet of our life. You know, I think the one thing that I would say from the physician's perspective, though, is that they are, they are historically very cautious and careful with change. Uh, and I think as patients, we all appreciate it ultimately if we get down to the why. And ultimately, I think what drives that is that physicians are focused on providing the best care for that patient, and they don't like risk when it comes to people is what it is. They want, you know, if, if you talk to any physician, especially, you know, the ones that I'm fortunate to have worked with for years here at OrthoSC, they really do care about doing incredible work for the patients that show up and entrust their care to us. You know, I mean, it's not, it's not just a job that they come check in and out of in the morning and the afternoon. They, they come, they go, they eat, they sleep, they breathe, thinking about taking care of those people that have came to us with their needs. You know, and so that's, it's always a struggle when change comes. Um, you know, I'm fortunate to have a group of physicians that get it and, you know, they help me balance. Uh, sometimes they probably describe my radical desire to, to rebuild and format things frequently <laughs> um, with, you know, with the understanding that we don't want to take chances with patient care, but we want to be aggressive with figuring out how to deliver great care to more people is what we want to do. So we've, we've had tons of change. We've had tons of challenges with that. A lot of it just comes down to persistence, and a lot of it comes down to communication, um, and a lot of it really comes down, I think, to communicating over and over again the why. You know, and I mean, we're fortunate that every person that's a part of my team that I get to work with, um, you know, thankfully I haven't had a whole lot of medical needs in life yet, but we're all we're all customers of the system that we work in, right? Or if we're not today, we probably will be at some point in our life, and so it's typically easy for folks to understand. Um, you know, why that this is important, getting them over that hurdle of how that that impacts people on a daily basis is typically where I see the light bulb come on, you know, because when you can help somebody connect with, you know, that patient that's coming through the door, they've also got a family, a job, a busy life. They're trying to get things done. They're trying to keep up with all of the stuff that's going on. And, you know, if you look, you've got the exact same thing going on, too. <laughs> And so that's where I think the light bulb comes on for our people. And that's been a big thing to help us get over that hurdle of why is this important? Why is it important for us to give our time and our energy to not just coming and going through the replicable motions, but constantly reassessing is the way that we're doing this the best way that it can be done? Is it making it easy for our, for our community to get the care that they need? Are we here when they need us? Are we available when they need us? Have we torn down all the junk that's in the way that's just not necessary that stands in between that patient getting back to back to work, back to what they enjoy doing on the weekends, back to playing with their kids, back to whatever it is that is quality of life for them. It sounds like the organization has just become overall much more patient and consumer focused, which is a wonderful quality to have. But are there any other uh, benefits or improved KPIs that maybe you've achieved as a result of this uh, or since working with Relation and the Dash Solutions? Yes, 100%. I would tell you, you know, we, I wish that I could, you know, pick my laptop up and walk you through what used to be our call center years ago. Um, I mean, you got, you, you really have to imagine, you know, just wall to wall plastered sticky notes and papers with handwritten notes and printed notes and notes that were copied and modified and notes that were copied and modified again. And, you know, just, I mean, literally collectively hundreds of lines 
of information where we were attempting to quantify um, a protocol. You know, uh, you know, if if this is what's presenting today, then this is the best place to get that person taken care of. But they're only available here in this location or here on this day or here at this time. You know, there was just so much of that. And the the really AI-driven, process-driven, system-driven approach that Relation has given us has taken what is um, a real work of art in terms of complexity <laughs> um, and just crunched it down into something that's super simple to work with. You know, and that's it's been incredible for us in terms of being able to onboard new team members so that they can learn, you know, they, they can focus more of their energy on meeting that patient, you know, in the call, in our call center, they're not going to meet them face to face, but meeting that patient where they are in that moment and having that conversation to help them get where they need to get instead of trying to remember in their head all those moving pieces and all those if then statements that it would have taken to, to get them from my knee hurts or I twisted my ankle to the pl- to the point where that patient's walking into the room, getting the care that they need and getting back to their life again. Um, I would tell you, we've seen dramatic increases in the ability to fill spots. You know, I mean, a lot of the times if you look through it, look through a schedule, um, you know, especially with just the, the ebb and the flow of where a community is seasonally, where physicians are with taking vacations, there's always opportunities to fill spots and schedules. Uh, Relations given us really great tools to make that available, uh, both online so patients can just book the appointment whenever they want to. I mean, and that's me. You know, I'm not calling and waiting on the phone. I'm just tapping it out online and it's done. Um, but for a lot of our patients that would still rather talk to a person, they've got that too. You know, it's just much easier now as we've grown and as the footprint of the company and the number of physicians and mid-level and therapy and all the other folks that provide care and services have expanded, it's given us the ability to have much more ready and available access to give patients quick access to options. You know, because again, just because 9 a.m. is the first thing that's available doesn't mean 9 a.m. works for that patient and their needs. And so we have the ability to make you know, really, really solid micro-level decisions about where's the best location? What's the best time range? Do you care about seeing a physician first or are you fine to get in really quickly with, uh, with a physician assistant or a nurse practitioner? You know, we have the ability to drive that conversation so much faster and so much more consistently than we ever did before. Um, it's been great for, for patient care. It's been good for the practices metrics. Um, it's been great in terms of filling the slots that are available for our physicians. Uh, we're, we're excited to continue to see these platforms grow as they develop. Now, as an expert in this area, what would be your advice to organizations that are just starting their journey to become more patient-centered? I think I would say knowing what your community needs is tough, and you you got to figure that out. You know, and I would say that um, you know I'm I've always been a technology first guy, but it's been impressive to me how that I was I was skeptical and concerned on the front end. You know, we have a lot of retirees in our community. And I just, I didn't know, you know, will people, will people grab a hold of this or not? You know, will it be kind of a, eh, okay, it's there, but, you know, we, we see some usage, but it's not dramatic, or will people really gravitate towards it? And that's been really surprising to me that, you know, even the, uh, even the population that I wouldn't have seen being first and foremost going after something like this, we've seen dramatic utilization of the tools. And I think it, it again comes back to what do you need in your community? How do you meet that need? So I would tell folks, you know, in, in all the busyness and all the chaos, we really never escape the need to to figure out what does our market need and how do we position ourselves to provide it for them. 
Well, that rounds up the conversation for today. So a big thank you to Andrew for joining us on this episode of Dash Talk to discuss how Ortho SC uses technology to both drive efficiency and improve the patient experience. So thank you, Andrew. Thank you. And for those listening, if you want to learn more, please visit relation.com and check out this podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever it is you get your podcasts at. Thanks for tuning in.